Hi there, this is Jacob Msipa, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. Amen. Uh, this month, Christ Incorporated. Somebody say Christ Incorporated. Which means that God in his kingdom sees us as those who are here, who belong to his kingdom, but we are here not on our own accord, but we are here deployed to do kingdom business. Hallelujah. And we are here to do kingdom business because he has called us to different sectors. The ecclesiastical sector, the public sector, and the business sector. The business sector being the sector where you do business, where you are an entrepreneur or you are uh, busy with your career. That is your calling. It's not about your certificate, but it is about the calling of God upon your life. Hallelujah. And then we said we have Mr. Chairman who is seated at the right hand of the Father, who is the one who has given us the talents, who has given us the gifts, who has given us every resource to fulfill purpose and to reach our destiny in our callings. Somebody say amen. And then last week, Elder Jury did well to say, let's go. Let's do it. Hallelujah. So now, as we are going, we need to have faith. The title of my message is, I believe. Turn with me to the book of Mark, chapter number 9, verse number 23. Because as we go, it is critical that the element of faith is there in the equation. The Bible says in verse number 23, Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, leave. Now, as we go, as I said, it is very, very critical. There is an element that is very, very critical. Now, as we go, as I said, it is very, very critical. There is an element that is very, very critical in fulfilling, in fulfilling our callings. And that element is the element of faith. Now, anything that we do as the children of God that is void of faith is regarded as sin. It is regarded as sin in the Bible. It is not something that your pastor is just saying this morning, but it is regarded as sin in the book of Romans, chapter number 14, verse number 23. The Bible says, for whatever, at the end of that uh, verse, you will see that the Bible says, for whatever is not from faith is sin. So the Lord Jesus Christ himself could not perform any miracles for the people of Nazareth. Because of their unbelief. So in other words, if you do not have faith, if you do not believe, no matter the promises of God upon your life, you will never ever see them coming to fruition because it needs to have the element of faith. Somebody say amen. Amen. So now faith causes us to be able to operate in the realm of God. Faith helps us to do some dealings In the spiritual realm, it is only faith that is able to transact in the spiritual realm because probably we have heard that uh, each and everything that is in the spirit is only transacted by faith. 
Somebody say amen. So it is important that we realize the fact that if we are to deal with God in the spiritual realm, we are to operate in faith. So faith causes us to operate in the supernatural because in that realm, the supernatural is actually natural. So to you, when you deal with God to that level through your faith, then in your life, the supernatural will always become natural. So in other words, as you go and you are busy about your business, you are busy about your career, you are busy about whatever it is that God has called you to do. If you, if you are a person who is, uh, um, who is able to even put the element of faith in what you are doing, then you will be able to get the results that are supernatural because your dealings are not only in the flesh, but your dealings are in the spiritual realm. And also in this spiritual realm, uh, uh, it is where that which is impossible becomes possible. Somebody say amen. So there are situations that we find ourselves in as we go about our callings, even though we have been called by God, because the Bible says they see I have placed before you an open door, but then it also says there is a door that has been opened before me, but there are many adversaries. So when God calls you into that which uh, you are called to do, be it your career, be it in the ecclesiastical sector, which is in the church, or be it in business or in the public sector, any sector where God has called you you, you need to understand that there are things with uh, the, the, the realm of God. Then you will see anything that is impossible, be- the, the, the realm of God. Then you will see anything that is impossible becoming, anything that is impossible becoming Possible. This realm is a realm of signs and wonders. Somebody say signs and wonders. Amen. Amen. Now in the book of Colossians chapter number 1 verse number 10, the Bible says that you may walk. Now in the book of Colossians chapter number 1 verse number 10, the Bible says that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. So in other words, fruitfulness pleases God. And we can never be be fruitful in our callings except we operate in faith. So fruitfulness in our callings requires us to operate in faith. Somebody say amen. And every time as we are busy being called by God and busy in the spheres of influence where God has called us, we need to realize that the main aim is that we should be able to please God. And the Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Somebody say amen. Amen. Now, faith is the force that silences the voice of the enemy. Faith delivers everywhere and for everyone. There is no one who can ever say, I have faith and does not have any evidence to say faith has delivered. 
It does not matter who you are. It does not matter where you are. Faith is able to deliver. Even in the valley, faith is able to deliver. Because when you find yourself in the valley, you can always think that you will die in the valley. But once you put this element of faith, then you will be able to see faith delivering right inside the valley. And you will see yourself on the mountaintop without climbing the mountain. Ah, somebody say amen. That's what the force of faith is able to do. The force of faith can reach you deep down in hell where everyone says you will never make a comeback. Have you ever been so low in such a way that even those who have always believed in you say, I know this time around there is no coming back. But lo and behold, you bounce back by the force of faith. Somebody say amen. The force of faith delivers no matter where you are. So this morning, no matter how low somebody listening to me can be, I need you to understand that you have been called by God and the calling of God upon your life will not be determined by the enemy, will not be determined by your enemies, will not be determined by those who don't like you, will not be determined by those who are close doors for you but by the force of faith this force of faith will be able to deliver no matter how low you are somebody say amen it is a force that is why we say it is a force because it does not ask anyone for permission yes once you exert this force of faith it will go and reach down for you even in hell and bring you out and come back with you and everyone will ask how. Because of the force of faith. Listen to what the Bible says in the book of Ephesians chapter number 6. It says, Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. So above all the weapons. So in other words, above every other weapon that you can see in the book of Ephesians, chapter number 6, above all of them, contend for a faith that is pure. Contend for a faith that is strong so that then you can be able to quench the fire. Now there are 12 main exploits of faith that are recorded in the book of Hebrews, chapter number 11. Faith that are recorded in the book of Hebrews, chapter number 11. These exploits of faith were done by people who are like you and I. These exploits of faith were done by people who had the blood that is red like you and I. Who were born of a woman just like you and I. Who walked here on earth just like you and I. The Bible says Elijah was a man like all of us, but he prayed. So they, he did something that others did not do. That is why then we are here to engage each other, to say these people were also like, men like us, but they did all of these things and they got exploits as their results here on earth. Somebody say amen. What does that mean? It means that even you and I, if we can exact the force of faith, we can be able to do the very same exploits. The Bible says those who know they are God, they shall be strong. 
and they will carry out great exploits. But these exploits can only be carried out through the force of faith. And when we read the book of Hebrews chapter number 11, we will see they are listed, they are scattered all over this chapter and they are things that each and every one of us can be able to achieve if only we can exact the force of faith, if only we can believe like they believed. Somebody say, I believe. Number one, faith gives you boldness to start. When you don't know where to start, faith gives you that boldness. When you feel like you are not good enough to start what you are supposed to start, faith gives you that boldness. I said faith delivers anywhere and everywhere and it delivers for anyone and everyone. Somebody say amen. So faith gives you boldness to start. Hebrews chapter number 11, verse number 8. The Bible says, by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. So the boldness to go forward, even if you don't know where you are going, the boldness to go forward, even when you don't know what is next. Because sometimes as human beings, we are tempted to want to know everything. But God does not uh, uh, give us the full picture. And it's required of us that we exact the, the, the force of faith so that we can be able to take the steps that God wants us to take to move forward in our businesses, to move forward in our lives, to move forward in our callings. So now, even though we do not know what's next, God knows what's next. Somebody say amen. Now the disciples of Jesus Christ as well, one day they were fishing what they usually did. However, on that day they were they were unable to catch any fish. But then at the word of Jesus Christ, when he said, launch into the deep, they were able to catch fish that they have never caught before. Why? Because they believed in the word that Jesus Christ spoke. And I always say that I believe that the fish was actually not there, but it was only at the word of Jesus Christ that they were able to come together so that then the disciples can be able able to get a great catch. So it does not matter what is it that you have done in your life over and over again and not getting the results that you desire. And the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. So the disciples had the word and faith came. So in other words, faith is active. As soon as the word comes out, then faith begins to, to respond to the word of God and then faith comes. Somebody say amen. So faith then came into the disciples and they were able to catch a great catch. Somebody say amen. amen. So it does not matter where you failed before. It doesn't matter where you failed before. You need to understand that as soon as there is a word that has come out of the mouth of God, Faith will be able to push you, to push you to the right direction, to push you to get the desired results because your previous failures cannot stand the force of faith. 
if you can have faith enough to move forward when God says move forward, when Jesus tells you to move forward, when Jesus tells you to launch into the deep, the very same place where they were fishing and they caught nothing, but at the word and they had faith in the word and they caught the very same, uh, they caught from the very same place where they failed. Number two, faith gives you strength to endure temporal setbacks. It is faith that will cause you to endure temporal uh, setbacks. Hebrews chapter number 11, verse number 9 says, By faith he dwelt in the land of promise, as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he waited for the city, which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. So now I need us to know that the tent is not permanent. Amen. The tent is not permanent. Amen. Wherever you may be right now, it is temporal. Amen. Wherever you may find yourself right now, it is just a tent. You just need to endure and have the strength because it's just a temporal setback. It's not your final destination, but it is temporal. The tent was not permanent. There was a city that was coming. And he endured. And he did not look down upon himself. Because for now, he was in a tent. But then there was a city that was coming. I believe that whatever it is that you are finding yourself in right now, it is not permanent. It is just temporal. However, there is a city that is waiting for you. Because the Bible says, for weeping may endure for a night. By Joy comes in the morning. So there is a morning that is coming. If only you can endure the setbacks. Some of us take the setbacks as the permanent resident. You must not take your setbacks as the permanent resident. You are called by God and you know you can do better than where you are right now. No matter what the enemy may whisper in your ear, I want you to know that it is just temporal. It is just a matter of a setback. It is not your permanent address. The tent is not the permanent address. There is a city that is waiting for you. Hallelujah. Imagine, imagine just, I will cut an incident to a tent and a city. That's why the enemy, when we find ourselves in a tent, wants us to give up in the tent. He wants to whisper to us to say, we will never have anything more than where we are. However, there is a city that is coming. Somebody say amen. amen. So please don't give up and no, give in. The Lord is coming big. God is coming big. God is coming big. In the book of Second uh, Corinthians chapter number 4, verse number 18, the Bible says, While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, yeah. but the things which are not seen are eternal. Hallelujah. 
So we must not look at our current circumstances. We must not look at our current situations, but we must look at that which is unseen. That is why when people ask you, how are you going to come out of the situation that you are in? You must lift up your, your, your eyes to the hills from where cometh your help. Because the Bible says, my help comes from the Lord, the one who made heavens and the earth. Somebody say, amen. So the setback is just temporal. There is something big that is coming. Number three, faith will give you courage to sacrifice. Verse number four says, by faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts and through it, he being dead still speaks. Faith causes you to be a master at producing results. If you have faith, you can be able to reproduce results over and over and over again without any fear of depletion. Then you will not be afraid of sacrificing anything that God calls for you to sacrifice. Why? Because you know how you produced it. Faith causes you to be able to reproduce anytime, anywhere. So that when you, there, is a, there, is, there is something that you need to sacrifice, then you are able to even reproduce it. Because when you lay it down at the altar, you know how you got it in the first place. Sometimes many of us think that the results that we have are through faith only to find that the results that we have are just by time and chance. Because the Bible says time and chance happens to them all. But once you have the force of faith in action, you are able to reproduce results. You don't have to wait for the time and the chance. I once had somebody say, uh, whenever the clock is not working, it is still correct twice a day. Even if it does not have batteries, even if it is not working, it is broken, it will be correct twice a day. But for you to wait for twice a day, rather know that I have faith that is able to move mountains. I know how I get my results. And when you gain mastery in the, the force that is called faith, you are able to reproduce the results. Many of us are scared to sacrifice that which God wants us to sacrifice because we are holding on to it because we don't know how we got it. But if we get results through the force of faith, we will be able to reproduce them anytime, anywhere. Many people don't even want to give because they think that they are going to be depleted. Why? Because it's only time and chance that they are eh, 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 that, they, that they rely on. Time and chance is the end of the month. But through faith, you don't have to wait for your employer. Ah, are you here this morning? Through faith, you can be able to reproduce that which God wants you to have after you have sacrificed for him. After you have used your petrol money to come to church since we are having the whole week open session 
and you have counted your petrol money and you say, Lord, I want to hear what is it that you have for us. I am going to sacrifice my petrol money and the force of faith will kick in and you will be able to reproduce what you have, uh, what you have sacrificed because you have gained mastery in the force of faith. You are not the one waiting for time and chance. I don't know about you. I don't want to wait for time and chance. I want to be able to reproduce anything that I have sacrificed anytime and anywhere. It does not matter where God puts me. I always say that we have done this by faith, starting churches by faith. If God can, can take us to another place with no member, with no one, we can be able to reproduce the same results over and over and over and over again because it was gained by mastery in the force of faith, not in time and chance. Not in time and chance. By faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. Both Cain and Abel had a chance. However, Abel decided that I'm not going to wait for time and chance. Yes, the inheritance will come. But I'm not going to wait for time and chance. I'm going to sacrifice so that I can be able to have results even right now. Somebody say amen. amen. So you will not be afraid to sacrifice because you know how to produce it. Hallelujah. Amen. Number four. Faith gives you the grace to please God. Verse number five says, By faith Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had, sorry, before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. The Bible is clear in saying, for it is impossible to please God without faith. And I always say that uh, if you please someone who has the capacity to do exceedingly, abundantly, more than you can ever ask or think. Just when your child pleases you, you are able to do something within your capacity because you are pleased. How much more about God? How much more when you begin to please God? Then God who has the capacity to do exceedingly, abundantly, more than you can ever ask or think, begins to do so much of great things in your life because he is pleased. I don't know about you, but when God is pleased, it means he is happy. And I want God to be happy over my life. And when God is happy over my life, it means God can do anything for me. I'm dangerous when God is pleased with me. You are dangerous when God is pleased with you. There is no one who can short circuit that which you are called to do if God is pleased with you. And it is only the force of faith that is able to cause you to have the grace to please God. For it is impossible to please God without faith. Number five, faith gives you discernment to avoid destruction. You are able to discern when others don't know what is coming. You are able to discern. Verse number seven says, By faith Noah, being divinely warned. But sometimes we get divinely warned, but we don't listen. But Noah by faith listened. Being divinely warned of things not yet seen. 
moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. Now Noah believed that something that had never been seen was going to happen. God spoke to him and he discerned that something that has never been seen is going to happen. Many of us, but Noah believed what God was saying to him. He discerned that there was going to indeed be destruction. And he believed and he was able to avoid destruction. Even us, in our callings, we can be able to avoid destruction by discerning, by faith. We need to, hear, to be able to hear God for our callings. The biggest problem is that we leave God in church or we leave God in our, we leave God in our prayer closets. When we pray in our rooms in the morning and say, Lord, be with me as I go to work, we then leave him there and not go with him to our callings and not go with him to our workplaces and not go with him to our businesses. We leave him and then we will not be able to discern destruction in our callings. Somebody can be able to discern what is going to happen to the company that they are in and then, and then they can seek the Lord's face to know what to do in case of what is about to happen. Somebody say amen. That is our advantage, but unfortunately we are not using it. Our advantage is that we don't see ourselves as those who are there hired by our bosses. We see ourselves as though who as those who are there because we are called by God to be there. We are called by God to be used of him for his kingdom. So the agenda that God has in and through your career, in and through your business, in and through your calling, is that he needs his kingdom come here on earth. He needs his, king, his, his kingdom, he needs his will done here on earth as it is in heaven. And he is counting on you and I to be able to be those who descend. And then when we descend, we can be able to avoid destruction. I believe that some of us can be able to even avoid retrenchments. Some of us can be able to even avoid the market crashing on, on, on what we have invested. Some of us can be able to move our investments from one place to the next just before it crashes. But some of us, everything that happens for those who do not know God happens for us as well. Why? Because we lack the spirit of discernment. May God give us the spirit of discernment in our calling. Somebody say amen. May God give us the spirit of discernment in our businesses. May we be able to know and make out. May we be able to know and understand that this is a place where I am supposed to invest and this is a place where I am not supposed to invest. This is the time I am supposed to make my move. This is the time I am not supposed to make my move. May we make out who are the people that we are supposed to bring into the boat and the people that we are going, we are supposed to take out of the boat because as we are in the boat of our callings, it matters who is with us in the boat. One day there were those who were with Jesus in the boat and they were saved, but there were those who were in the boat with Jonah and they lost their things. Yeah, boats, both of them. 
but it depended who you are with in the boat. But the, 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 the force of faith will cause you to descend and make out who is the journey in my boat. To avoid distraction. Somebody say amen. amen. Number six, faith gives you speed to reach your destiny on time. Somebody say on time. I somebody say on time. Somebody say on time. Somebody say I will reach my destiny on time. Why must you reach your destiny on time? It is because sometimes it's only the one who was there at the finish line the fastest who gets the prize. The difference between me and casters men is speed. No, I can run. However, the difference between me, my running, and Kasta Semenya's running is speed. Her speed is unmatched. You send Bolt. His speed is unmatched. That's why he's rich. It's because of his speed. Some of us, even though it will be a blessing to have children. However, if you have children at 55, you will spend probably at the most 30 years with them or 20 years with them. So it's still a blessing, but speed determines the enjoyment. When you are blessed by God at an early age and when you are blessed by God at an, at an old age, the difference is the enjoyment. And many of us will not be able to enjoy that which God has given us because we did not have the speed to reach our destinies on time. I don't know about you, Mina. I'm praying that God blesses me at a young age so that I can be able, so that I can be able, so that I can be able to run and do that which he has called me to do so that I can be able to enjoy all the packs of that which God has called me to do. Somebody say amen. So the speed is also a great element in your destiny or in your calling. Don't trivialize the, the, the element of speed in your calling because yes, blessing you will be blessed, but when? When is the critical question? Yes, reaching your destiny, you will reach it, but when? Yes, fulfilling the vision that God has shown you. You will, but when? That's a key question. And it is only speed that will cause you to be able to get there. Somebody say speed. speed. It is a blessing to break through. But it is even a sweeter blessing to break through fast. To break through fast. Hallelujah. Amen. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged, she judged him faithful who had promised. I pray that you will receive strength as well. Amen. I pray that today you will run and never be weary. That you will walk and not faint so that your destiny can be reached and reached fast. Somebody say amen. amen. Your destiny needs you to have strength. Your destiny needs you to have the staying power 
the staying power. The staying power. And speed will help you to get there early enough so that then you can cheer on those who are coming be, uh, behind you. Somebody say amen. amen. Number seven. Faith imparts, faith imparts in you the spirit of generosity. Generosity is the proof of faith. Through faith, know that, the, that there is more from where that comes. It is only through faith that you can be generous each time they are here taking up offering you become generous to everyone around you become generous why because you know there is more from where that comes from it's only through faith that you can be generous people who are stingy are people who are not with faith in their hearts because they think that it is not going to be uh, uh, coming back to them any time soon that is why they can't be generous. But if you are a person of faith, you become generous. The Bible says by faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, in Isaac your seed shall be called. Concluding, why did he, why did he become so generous? He concluded, the Bible says, in verse number 19, concluded that God was able to raise him up. God is able to give you more when you become generous. The Bible says he, would raise him, he will raise him up even from the dead, from, from which he also received him in a figurative sense. So he offered because he concluded that the God who got him this gift can also do it again. God, when you are generous, you are realizing that God is able to give it to you again. The same God, it means that you are confessing to say it is God who has given it to you. And there is more from where it comes. Number eight, faith inspires you to speak prophetically over your calling. Verse number 20 says, By faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph and, and worshipped, leaning on the top of his staff. So concerning things that are to come, never stop saying that which you see. Not, never stop saying that which is unseen. But stop saying what you can see. Say what you are becoming not what you are. Don't speak more about where you are, but speak more about where you are going. Prophesy over your calling each and every day. Calling those things that are not as though they are. Your calling is waiting for you. Your calling is not waiting for you to get there before you can believe in it. But your calling is waiting for you to prophesy from where you are. Say that this is not where I will die. But there are things that are still going to unfold in my calling. But there are things that are still going to unfold in my life. Why you are prophesying? Why you are saying those things that are not as though they are? Somebody say amen. 
Your calling is waiting for you to prophesy by faith. You to say, can these bones live again? The Bible says that uh, in the book of Ezekiel chapter number 37, verse number 3 to 5, it says, And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, Oh God, you know. Again he said to me, prophesy to these bones. So in other words, as much as it is me who knows, and you don't, but you are to do the prophesying. I am not the one as God who is supposed to do the prophesying, but the prophesying needs to come from your part. So saying those things that are not as though they are needs to come from your part. So even though the bones are dry, even though the bones are dead, even though the things are not going the way that you would want them to go, even though the things have been rotting for a long time, however, this morning, the Lord says by faith, you do the prophesying. You are the one who is supposed to say yes, these bones can live again. Because the Bible says, as soon as he says, bones live again, then the bones became a great army. Imagine what was dead becoming a great army. So I want you to know that even if your business is dead already, there, there is power in your words. There is power in you prophesying over that which is already dead. Some of us, our careers are hanging by the thread. Some of us, our businesses are online life support but I am here this morning to let you know that by the force of faith you can be able to prophesy and speak life in those bones that are no matter what has died no matter what has died by reason of the force of faith if you are able to prophesy the Bible says then there was breath that came from all over and God said, surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. But as soon as you've prophesied, the breath is there, Galo. The breath is there anytime. It can enter the dry, the dry dead bones. But only you need to prophesy. At some point, you need to just wake up at night instead of being depressed and wake up and take the CV and put it on the floor and say, in the name of Jesus Christ, as I am going to apply for the job, I am superimposing the blood of Jesus Christ. I am superimposing the oil of the Holy Spirit. I am superimposing the favor of God upon you today. You will live. You are not just going to be any CV, but you will be a living CV in such a way that when they look at you you will speak to them it's only the things that are living that are able to speak if you want your proposal to speak then you must prophesy and breath will come into it I can't hear myself hallelujah prophesy the Bible says prophesy into these bones and they will live what has been dead in your life? It doesn't matter how long. Even if Ngabe, the flesh is already worn out. Even if you thought it will never come back to life ever again. But with faith, you can prophesy and say you will live. Don't allow anything to die in your hands. Don't allow anything to die that which you know you are called for. If you are called for business, don't allow your business to die. 
Stand up when everyone has gone back home and say today is the day. We must prophesy upon dry dead bones. You have been dead quite a while. You have been dead quite a long, a long, a long time. But today you are going to come back to life because I am going to prophesy. So instead of saying I am left with nothing, instead of complaining, instead of saying things are not going well, instead of saying this will never work out for me, but you stand up to your marriage that is dying and you say in the name of Jesus Christ, these bones can live again. In the name of Jesus Christ, there is a breath that God can be able to bring and this thing can come back to life and it does not come back to life just as one thing but as an army. It's an army. Somebody say amen. amen. So what dead situation are you in? What dead situation are you in? What dead circumstance are you faced with? What has died in your hands? What has caused you so much pain? What has caused you to think you will be defeated? Because without an army, the city will be defeated. The nation will be defeated without an army. So when the army is dead and buried and with bones that are dry already, then there is no hope unless we prophesy. Somebody say prophesy. prophesy. Unless we prophesy and then breath will come. Number nine, faith will cause you to be secure and established in your identity in Christ. Verse number 29 says, by faith Moses, we'll start from verse number 23, says, sorry, that was an error. Yes, we will get to number, we will get to verse number 29. We'll start from verse number 23. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command. By faith, Moses, when he, when he has become of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. Verse number 26 says, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasure in Egypt, for he looked to the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he enjoyed as seeing him who is invisible. By faith, he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he who destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith, verse number 29, by faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, whereas the Egyptians attempting to do so were drowned. The Egyptians attempted to do the very same thing that the children of Israel had done. They got different results. Why? Because they did not mix it with faith. The children of Israel had faith in the God who, who wanted to take them out of Egypt into the promised land. And then they were able to pass through the Red Sea. 
But those who wanted to pass through behind them drowned because they did not have faith in the God of Israel. So now the things that are drowning others because of the force of faith are not supposed to drown you because you have faith in God. Faith will cause you to be able to do the things that others cannot be able to do. 10. Faith releases divine power for breakthrough in your calling. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for seven days. It was by faith that the walls of Jericho fell down because God instructed them that for six days they are to go around the walls and on the seventh day they are to shout and make noise and praise the Lord and then they were able to be victorious. Somebody once said Jericho was a door and that door was refusing to open but only through faith of hearing what God had said to them, they were able to open that door. Because remember, they were on a journey to the promised land. But, but Jericho was a door that was refusing them to enter the promised land. But because they have faith in God, when he told them what to do, because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. So now God gave them an instruction. God told them what to do. And as soon as they did what God told them to do, the doors of Jericho were able to open. Somebody say, Amen. So by faith, even the hardest of doors can be opened. I don't know which door have you been knocking on over and over and over and over again. And this door is so stubborn. This door is like the walls of Jericho. You know that behind this door, there is your breakthrough. You know that behind this door, there is your peace. You know that behind this door, there is your financial breakthrough. You know that behind this door, there is that which is critical for your calling. However, this door called Jericho, is just refusing to open. But only by faith, only by the force of faith, you can be able to open. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. The force of faith will let the stubborn doors be open. And I believe that under the sound of my voice this morning, any stubborn door that has been in front of you, like the walls of Jericho, you are going to be able to advance and get into your promised land because the Jericho walls are falling down in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Number 11, faith will change your story. Faith will change your story. Verse number 31 says, By faith the hallowed Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies with peace. So when the doors of Jericho opened, everyone was supposed to make way for those who have been hearing the word of the Lord. Everyone had to make way except for Rahab. Why? Because she had done something by faith. Somebody say amen. So that door was not going to be a door that was going to open for just anyone. But it was only going to open for those who have believed by faith. Number 12. Faith will make your name great. Faith will make your name great. 
It is the force of faith that will make your name great. Verse number 31 says, And what more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, of Barak, of Samson, of Japheth, also of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, became violent, be, became violent in battle, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead raised to life again. Why? Because they believed. And if you can believe as well, your name will also be great. Every one of, uh, of the people who are named here in chapter number 11 were people like you and I. The only thing that they did was to believe. So if there is anything that maybe you've done so much, you've been trying quite a lot of things, but the in the equation, what has been missing is you believing. Yes, you are a hard worker. Yes, you are a strategist. Yes, you are a person who is able to work and exert pressure. However, you are getting small results. Some of us put in more work and get in less. But if we can be able to put faith in the equation, then we can be able to get more. Far more than what we put in. Why? Because we believe. Shout, I believe. Let us stand. Hallelujah. We are going to partake of the Holy Communion. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Master. Hallelujah. We are sealing this word with the Holy Communion. When Jesus died for us at the cross of Calvary, he bled and died. The Bible says when we believe, it is unto salvation. We believe unto salvation. We believe in Jesus Christ and what he has done for us. That's the first step of faith. Believing what he has done for us at the cross of Calvary. Everything that I have spoken about this morning, if you don't believe in the work of the cross, it will never work for you. So we are sealing this word with the blood of Jesus Christ. Remembering what he has done for us at the cross of Calvary. The Bible says, do this in remembrance of me. What are we remembering, Jesus? We are remembering that if we believe, all things are possible.
We are remembering that if you gave your only begotten son, oh God, then together with him, why would you not give us all things pertaining to life and godliness? Pertaining to life and godliness. Pertaining to life and godliness. Which means even our callings pertaining to life and godliness. Which means even our marriages pertaining to life and godliness. Which means even our finances pertaining to life and godliness. It means even our careers pertaining to life. If your career, if you believe that your career pertains to your life, then what he has done at Calvary when God brought him here on earth to die for us, he's willing to give us together with him everything else that we need. We are remembering that this morning. And we say, yes, Lord, we believe. Yes, Lord, we believe. Everyone listed in the book of Hebrews chapter number 11 was a man like us. All they did was believe. And this morning we also declare we believe. And we are willing to do that which God requires of us so that we can see the results. I encourage each and every one of us to go home and read the scripture. Read it again. Take your notes that you took as I was preaching. Read Hebrews chapter number 11 and see how they believed. And start believing like them. And you will see the exploits in your life just like them as they saw the, ex the, the exploits in their lives. We are believers. We are believers. May we never be unbelieving believers. But may we be believers that truly believe and exact the force of faith. That's our advantage. At work, in business, anywhere. That's our advantage. Hallelujah. Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.